0: This is as dumb as Bill and Pete.
1: Are you looking for a place for a fantastic breakfast?
0: A place that is rich in history and really makes you proud to be a Kenosha?
1: Then for your next breakfast or lunch, stop on in at the iconic Frank's Diner located in beautiful downtown Kenosha at
0: 508 58th Street. If you don't know Frank's, you don't know Kenosha. They have been a downtown staple in our city since 1926.
1: A visit to Frank's isn't just your typical going out to eat trip. It is a one of a kind experience.
0: It isn't just the sassy attitude and retro decor that makes Frank's special. You can't just do that and still be going strong 94 years later. They offer delicious food at affordable prices, including their world famous garbage plate.
1: Be sure to check out their daily specials before you order. You might find something spectacular.
0: Getting hungry yet? They open at 6 a.m. Monday through Friday and 7 a.m. on Saturdays and Sundays for dine-in or carry-out.
1: And stop in or give them a call for pickup. Order soon. Tell them K-Town Connect sent ya. Since
0: 1997, Lenny Palmer has been heard every weekday morning over the airwaves on AM 1050 WLIP. Love him or love to hate him, listeners have been tuning in to hear his educated yet opinionated thoughts on local events and national issues. Today, Lenny takes a break from those topics and we get down to the life of Lenny Palmer and what connects him to Kenosha on K-Town Connects. Hear the music.
1: Welcome everybody to K Town Connects, your connection to Kenosha. Well, Jason, we got a we got a killer show ahead of us today. Do
0: we? Yes, we do. All right. I'm looking forward to it. But
1: before we get into that, let's uh, thank Luigi's Pizza Kitchen for letting us record here. Luigi's Pizza Kitchen, 7531 39th Avenue are open Tuesday through Sunday. Order those pizza pies.
0: Oh, man. They got this lunch special. Mm-hmm. Weekdays from 11 to 2. You can get a bomber with soup or fries for $10. Last week, I got me that meatball bomber. I don't oh, know if you saw yeah. that on social media, holy smokes. That thing was so huge, I should have split it into two, two different uh, meals. But, no, I had to eat it all. And I needed to take a nap afterwards. I was just so stuffed. Huge and definitely worth the price for 10 bucks.
1: I told you. I told you. <laughs> oh, don't man. eat it all in one sitting.
0: Uh, I did. I did. But it was worth it. It
1: but was then, worth uh, it. Yeah, so Luigi's Pizza Kitchen, 75, 31, 39th Avenue.
0: You can find their full menu online at luigispizzakenosha.com
1: also like to thank Frank Steiner, 508 58th Street. Boy, they got some great breakfast and lunch specials.
0: You were there last week for breakfast, weren't you? I was.
1: I got their pumpkin pancakes. Ooh. Oh, they were to die for, along with. Oh, fantastic cinnamon roll.
0: Oh. oh, it was fantastic. You get that melty cream cheese on there. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. Did you get the pumpkin cinnamon roll or just the regular? No,
1: they were actually out of that, so I oh. got the regular cinnamon roll, which just is good because it went great with that pumpkin pan.
0: might cake. have been too much pumpkin if you got right. both. Yeah, okay. You know what? I don't get all the pumpkin stuff that everyone's <sighs> into. Uh, just, pumpkin pumpkin just everything chicks
1: are into the, the pumpkin spice flavor, right? <laughs> that's know. frank steiner 508 58th street give them a call 262-657-1017 place a carry and order or just stop on in and tell them k-town connect sent you
0: yeah and also a big thanks to dropping daisies for doing that killer theme song
1: yeah, that's a great song. I think it's going to go number one on the charts.
0: <laughs> it's catchy as hell, I'll tell you that, because every time I listen to it, it's stuck in my head all day.
1: Yeah, all weekend it was.
0: Kenosha, Kenosha. Yeah, it's a great one.
1: Give me a beer. <laughs> uh, also, look for uh, K-Town Connects on, let's see here, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter.
0: Well, hopefully they already found us if they're listening right now. <laughs> Correct. But okay. you can also subscribe to us. You can go to mm-hmm. Spotify, and you can subscribe to us there. You can get us on Google. You just Google k-town connects and our podcast will pop right up yep oh man it's, it's a great if podcast. you have an apple phone you can get us on apple Podcasts right there it's all an app right on your phone already there
1: and you know what? Uh, check out uh, ktownconnects.com. We have a nice photo gallery of all our past guests. We have links to listen to the podcast on there as well. And uh, drop us a line at katetownconnects at yahoo.com. All right. I think we got that
0: all out of the way pretty th- good, right? <laughs> That's pretty good. Usually we... Uh, you know,
1: we bumble through it.
0: <laughs> we actually made a list this time.
1: It's yeah, we're, we're getting organized. Crazy
0: on. how that works when you write it down. Huh? Well, we
1: got a big celebrity in the studio today, <laughs> so we got to look a little professional. We're right? also
0: recording video for the first time.
1: Yeah, we're going to be on YouTube, so, so check hi, YouTube people. K-Town Connects on YouTube.
0: But in the studio today, we have Lenny Palmer. How you doing, Lenny? All right. Hey, thank you so much for taking time out of your day and coming
2: nice in. Nice job on the sponsor mentions, by the way. <laughs> thank you. I, you I, know where the rubber meets the road, yeah. don't you? <laughs> I, I learned from listening to yeah. your show, Lenny. <laughs> Definitely where, where it counts. So, Lenny,
0: I know we have we could talk about so many things. There's so much stuff going on in the world today. We're going to talk more about you. Where really, you Really? My from. favorite subject. Yeah, right. that's kind of what we thought. So we want to talk about where you came from. And you... Yeah, I know you grew up in Kenosha. Were you actually born here? Oh, yeah.
2: Where were mm-hmm. you born? Which St. Catherine's Hospital, but not this one. The one that's down by the lakefront. Okay. Pinoyer Park. Yeah, yeah. A long time ago.
0: <laughs> and um, where did you grow up? I grew up here. I mean, like, which neighborhood?
2: Well, 50th and 14th to begin with. Oh, okay. Fonte Foods over there. That's my mom's family. Okay. And then, uh, like a lot of the Italian immigrant families, we got out of that neighborhood and moved to the north side. You know, grandma goes and grandma and then aunts and uncles and mom and dad and everybody moves out there, so. Yeah. So over by the Grant School area. Okay, all right. 33rd and 19th, a block away from the school. Oh. Great place to be. Yeah, my
0: grandparents lived on 36th and 17th for a while. Yeah. Very nice neighborhood, very nice Yeah. And quiet. And...
2: Ballpark there, you could play ball. I mean, there was a lot of things to do. Yeah. Speaking of that, what
0: were you... Uh... Some of your activities as a kid around town—what'd you like to do? <laughs>
2: Cause trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that was my problem. Yeah, yeah, I, I was—I uh, was kind of a troublemaker. Yeah. Hmm. What kind of trouble did you yeah, get yeah. into? Oh boy, I don't want to get into that smashing too much. Smashing
1: mailboxes,
2: smashing windows, oh. and other things like that. But Wait, too soon for this area. You can't y- bring that up. Yeah, right. <laughs> but but seriously, I mean, did the kid things that kids did in those days? Yeah played baseball, played football, played okay. basketball. What did things did, did, did the things kids did and then my family had a business so uh my okay. dad and mom had a meat market. Quality Market was called. All the kids were drafted to work there oh. so
0: Where was that located?
2: 5th uh 21st to 52nd. It's still okay. the the building is still there. Okay. There was only one of those businesses that was there at the time when I was a kid that's still there and that would be the florist, Ilo Midtown florist. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah,
1: that's-
2: Otherwise it was the Midtown, which was a restaurant and a bar split. There was a hardware store. There was John DeCello Agency. Okay. There was all these different businesses, but they're all gone now, with the exception of that one.
0: Okay. And was your business on that side of the street, the IL side?
2: No, the other side across okay. the street. All right. all right. Right on the corner. Then there's a parking lot that just east of there, just on the other side of the.
1: How many 21st. years did you work there?
2: Well, on and off. I mean, with my mom and dad. Geez. I don't know. They had this store and they sold it in the eighties, but probably ten years or so. Did they pay you good? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
2: is that your first job? Parents don't pay no, well. No. Parents just say you're eating at home, you know, you don't yeah. get any money. <laughs> Which is basically a good thing to I, I wish now, to tell you the truth. <laughs> we busted our balls when we worked there. It was hard, heavy work. We're talking old butcher store stuff. And I used to hate it and hate it. I wish I could get out of here. Now I find myself. At, I'm getting older,
0: mm-hmm.
2: not getting older. I am older. <laughs> that I wish I could go back and do that again. That all the valuable lessons I learned. Yeah. And
0: wish you could go back
2: and yeah, apply well, yeah, them it from ain't that. Ain't gonna happen. Especially yeah. Nowadays. There's no kids way back don't like to work. I don't know yeah. if kids don't like to work. I mean, what is there to do? No. YouTube videos. Yeah. Right. <laughs> They're like here.
0: Yeah. Start a podcast.
2: Well, you know what? It's the new thing. All right. Mm-hmm. So it's been going around for a long time anyway. So things change. I don't. I don't like to look back and think. You know, with rose-colored glasses, I don't like it. Yeah. It's just a waste of time. So it really is. Uh, where did you end up going to high school? Bradford. Bradford. Bradford, which is now Reuther now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Class of. Sixty-five. Oh, Sixty-five. Right. I played the first Bradford Tremper game football. Okay. Wow. That's how long. That's how long ago that was. How How far I go back? Wow. So this is when they, when they had a swimming pool in the in, in downstairs in the basement, yeah, yeah. And you had to you had to be able to swim to graduate, oh, and wow. the boys had to go naked. Whoa! No suits. Wow! No suits. So I assume it wasn't co-ed. Oh, believe me, it was like boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, I mean, if if. If you could, you couldn't do any of this stuff today. Oh, no. And if you wouldn't get in the pool, you'd just get pushed in the pool. And if you wouldn't come out of the locker room without your clothes on, they'd just come and get you and then throw you in the pool. Oh, yeah, you
1: couldn't get <laughs> away with that. No, day. not now, no. <laughs> wow.
2: Completely different situation. Yeah, boy, times have changed. They have totally changed, probably for the better in the long run. So then you played football? I played football for one year. For one year? Let me guess, starting quarterback. No, 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 no. no. Fourth string. <laughs> <laughs> I got drafted in playing football because I was on the wrestling team. Oh. Glenn McCullough, who was probably one of the greatest coaches uh, Bradford's ever had, but I wanted to be on the wrestling team. When he left, the new coach, Bruce Hammond, who came in, uh, said, if you want to be on the wrestling team, you've got to be on the football team because we split from Tremper that year. Oh. They went to school in the morning. Same mm-hmm. building. Yeah. So no, we went in the morning. Excuse me, we started at six a.m. and finished at noon. They came in at noon and went till six p.m. They got a lot of the big guys for the football team. Yeah. So they were drafting. Well, I should say drafting, but saying you want to wrestle, yeah, you got to play football. So. Okay. And I didn't really want to play football, but mm-hmm. I had to. Mm-hmm. So. Were you into uh,
1: weightlifting back then oh, yeah. as well? That's why. That's you got where drafted I, started, for
2: I started. I started. I started barbelling before that, and. Uh,
0: Was that something that you could do in high school?
2: Yeah. Well, McCullough was a coach that was way way ahead of his time. Mm -hmm. So we were weight training. He had a lot of champion wrestlers. The old district attorney, Bob Zaff, Mm -hmm. he was a champion wrestler on that team. Uh, But I had been barbelling before that, but I really got serious around that time. Mm -hmm. And then my buddy and I, my best buddy and I, joined the amateur athletic union at graduation. Oh, wow. As wrestlers, as freestyle wrestlers. Mm -hmm. And we never wrestled a match because we both went into weightlifting. And uh, I went into Olympic style weightlifting. He went into bodybuilding. So, yeah. and uh, I, I continued it for 20 years. Wow. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Takes the
1: medication.
2: W- oh, it's 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 rewarding. But I'm glad I did. It. It's what one. What was the things your diet it, like? St- strict just, as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I weighed 180 pounds. Wow. Which is about 60 pounds less than I weigh now. <laughs> And you were taking
0: your steps towards uh, Olympic.
2: Yeah, I, have, I trained under the Olympic coach out yeah. in San Francisco, Jim Schmitz, out at the sports palace. But all the guys from around the country were there. It's a completely different situation. Because mm-hmm. when you're in a place like that, with people like that, n- nobody's there to be number two. Yeah. Right. You know, when you're training, like here in Kenosha, you're the king of the gym, <laughs> right? Yeah. People are asking, can I change your weights?" You get out there, you're just another schmuck. Because mm-hmm. there are guys out there that are, you know, awesome. I trained with Bruce Wilhelm. He won the first two oh. Strongest Man in the World contests. Oh wow! Hmm. Big dude. Yeah, I bet. Big dude. <laughs>
1: you could have took him though, right? No, no, no.
2: no this no. man put five hundred pounds over his head. Oh, <laughs> Shoot. So, well, it was another experience, a rewarding experience, and came back here then. So, okay,
1: so then after graduation, you went to San
2: Francisco. No. no, so no, I went to. I was in Milwaukee. Oh.
0: What brought you to Milwaukee?
2: Um I was gonna. Pretend I was this college student, which I did. <laughs> uh, pretend I never did anything. I I never. By the way, somebody calls me on the air and says, "You know, Scott Walker's a college dropout." I go, "So am I." You yeah. know. <laughs> I'm, in fact, I dropped out in more than one college, but uh, I went to UWM okay. in the sixty-seven, sixty-eight. Uh, that was not going to be. Did
0: you have an idea what you were going to study, or you just kind of went to see?
2: I, I I've always been a writer and always been a painter. I, I wanted I, so I to study literature, which if you ever want to not get a job, <laughs> get a degree in that. Yep, yep. The only thing you're gonna get a job in in literature is as, as an academic.
0: Yeah. Well, so I have a history major, so I'm same right,
2: boat. Well well there you go. <laughs> there you go. I have a radio broadcasting degree. Speaking of which history, nowhere. here's one for you. So Netflix. Hmm. I'm on Netflix and I I so I search history. Mm-hmm Oh, I'm gonna, but Netflix's history is not like Prime has got real history. Netflix has got like Hollywood stuff. Yeah. But in the search engine there, as I'm going down, guess what movie's in there for history? Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. That's in. I said, what history is this? <laughs> <laughs> but that's Netflix for you. Right. Yeah, their
0: algorithms are a little rough, I think. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Ace Ventura.
0: First thing that popped in my mind was History of the World by Mel
2: Brooks. That's well, been, that'd be a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love my people. Oh, boom. <laughs> Did you end up watching Ace Ventura then? No, I can't no. stand Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah. Although I did like The Majestic, he was, that, who, that, was that was a pretty movie. good flick.
0: I liked him in his dramatic roles. When he tries doing that, I kind of yeah, liked or, or it. Or he does and, his
2: funny d- things. Dumb and Dumber. Well, that's man. Oh, come yeah. on, yeah. So come on! <laughs> it's so stupid, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's almost stupid enough to be on radio.
0: <laughs> so you graduate from uh, get to Milwaukee. You spent there a year there.
2: No, about three. Okay. Came and, back here. Yeah. I went to Parkside for a little while, and dropped out of there. Okay, that's before they built all the stuff.
0: Yeah, it's much and smaller then, back then.
2: Huh? Yeah, well, there was nothing. Yeah, it was, it was just like two little, buildings, right? Yeah, was... yeah nothing. Okay. Uh, then um, I drove a cab. Oh. I I bounced a couple bars. Um, I became. I did a. You no, know which tab. bars they were? Oh yeah, I bounced to Earls Club. Oh, okay, which is one of the old, which is one of the classic icons of eighteen-year-old drinking in Kenosha. <laughs> you know, Kenosha was eighteen; everything around it was twenty-one. Yeah, wow. yes, sir, the joint was Council. jumping, my friends. Oh, I bet. So the okay. rule was,
0: in the city of Kenosha, was the rule, or was it, it all was county? Foucher county, okay. So why was Earls more jumping than other places?
2: Oh, they were all jumping. Okay, <laughs> but Earls was an icon. Yeah, there was a bunch of there's probably a half a dozen of them okay uh Arosa, chaparral broad stop yeah uh where else wanda's the pit i can name them f- there was a few other ones those ones you got farther out in the county but Earls was the closest to the city okay did so you that's the, a, you any stories of roughing people Oh, up? believe me <laughs> yeah people, people will go. come up to me and say you yep, beat yep. me up once they you probably deserve <laughs> <laughs> it's the only job i had that i got I, an allowance of their <laughs> shirts ripped off my back. <laughs> oh, wow. I got an extra ten bucks a week because shirts were like two bucks, right. <laughs> and I got them ripped off my back pretty wow. regularly. Wow! Mm. Yeah, you got paid to to beat people up. All no, enough, it right? wasn't to beat. Was trying <laughs> to keep <laughs> the peace, right? Which, when you're talking to a bunch of drunks, and normally the worst ones were the adults that came in to you know hassle kids because mm. it was an eighteen year old bar. I wasn't much older than that myself. Mm. And you know they'd come in and they'd you know you know adults really suck <laughs> having been one for 50 years I can tell you that so but that was that was basically the problems we had I moved out of there then I bounced for uh, I don't know if you know if you knew Tom Bandioli or Gene mm-hmm. Belts I bounced for them at uh, Bachelors too it's not there anymore uh, then where did I go to work after that my friend of mine and myself opened a bar up. Oh. About upstairs over the, over a place that's no longer there either, knocked down. <laughs> we called it the upstairs. It was above the Pussycat Lounge, oh. Oh. which was across the street from the Lake Theater then, which is now the Rody Opera House. Oh, okay. okay. All right. And at the, at the same time, I was driving a taxi cab for Peppy, Peppy Pettico. Oh, I worked for Peppy. Oh, yeah. What a character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a painting right now. Cabby's waiting for the 2 a.m. train. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of painting, you said you got that into that as a young age. Oh, yeah. I started drawing when I was like five. I All was right. named after my uncle Leonardo. Oh. But my dad's hung in there for Leonard. And Leonardo wasn't a cool name when I was a kid. Now it is, of course. Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> right. Right. you know. Yeah. Um and he was an artist. He was a brilliant artist, but he died when he was twenty one. Oh. Two weeks before I was born, that's how I got this name. Oh. Nobody names their kids Leonard anymore. No. Yeah. Nobody. Mm. No, it's You're a good name. A it's a great name. Yeah. It really is, Leonid Brezhnev, for crying out yeah. loud. So I was always drawing, always painting, always until I got married and had kids, and then kids take up. They a, ruin everything, they don't take they? they? A, <laughs> either you have any kids at all? Yes, I oh, have yeah. a two-year-old. You got a two-year-old one? Mine's 27, so. 27. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so that's I've, my youngest one. I've been through all it. But it's go been a while. It all so. now. <laughs> yeah. 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 I have four. <laughs> oh boy.
1: One and done. One and done. Really? Not maybe.
2: me. <laughs> not me. Four and done. Cool. <laughs> two boys and two girls, but they're all doing well, so. I got to get the snip snip now. I don't believe in that. No. <laughs> no I don't. I, no, seriously. It's, I'm not like I'm a conspiracy theorist or anything, but I don't trust when you mess with Mother Nature. That's <laughs> true. I am a little nervous. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Do you eat margarine too? <laughs> no. no. There that. you go. <laughs> so
0: when did you go out to San Francisco?
2: Uh, 1976, Mm. my father and I opened up Spanky's bar in 1972. Uh, We bought it. uh, My dad actually was the one with the money. I was just a kid in 1972. I was 25. He sold his meat market. He said, what, what, what can I do now? And he was still fairly young. And I said, get me 25 grand in a plane and I'll make us enough money. We don't have to do anything for the rest (laughs) of our lives. But he wasn't for that. So we looked around for a bar. That place was called, at the time it was called Charlie and Irma's Corner Club. And we bought it under duress. Oh. They were having some problems with the customers in there. Mm. And he got a pretty good price on it. And we went in there and changed it. I took all the country western off the jukebox and put rock and roll on. <laughs> there you go. We took the kitchen out. I said, we don't want to cook anything. Yeah. We're playing rock and roll. We're going to serve drinks or whatever it was. And. The first night we opened, it was packed, and the place was packed for years.
0: What was it called? Do you guys name Spanky's? it Spanky's, Yeah, Named? Okay.
2: A couple of my friends and I were sitting around. Was that your nickname? No, <laughs> we were we were we were sitting. No, my nickname was usually asshole or something <laughs> like that. Uh, but we we sitting around having a few beers and throwing names out. We almost called it Mojo's. Mojo's, okay. which wouldn't have been a bad name, but we came up with Spanky, and I can't remember who came up with it. And uh, we decided to go with that one, and it stuck. Yeah. Hmm. My friend, one arm Willie Swart, painted the sign outside with a big sun. Crazy guy. I wrote a novel about him. Um, once we opened up, we went around spreading the cheer around town for a month ahead of time. We're opening up. We're opening up. Every bar we could possibly hit. There was a line outside the door when we opened. Wow. We opened 5 o'clock on a Friday night.
0: Wow. wow very nice.
2: <laughs> line of people. Almond Bo- Brothers blasting on the jukebox. At the time, that was, you know. Yeah. Big stuff, Rolling Stones, all that stuff. The stuff I play now, which is basically creaky old rock and roll.
1: <laughs> but it's rock and roll.
2: That's it is rock counts. and roll, but it's sort of like in the sidelines now. Right. Yeah. Everybody's I, rapping. Yeah, I like your music that you pick out that you play in your show. Actually. Well, I go, <laughs> I go up up into the you know early two thousands. Yeah. You play forth.
1: Pearl Jam, and I always compliment you that when you play. I love Pearl Jam. I love it. I, I,
2: I love that. I play Gorillas. Yes. But my kids are fairly young. I was an older dad, so I heard a lot of that music when they were younger. Yeah. Ska. My son was listening oh, to Ska. Ska. Yeah. Okay.
0: There's still some good stuff out there. you has got to really dig to find it. It's not played it's on the not, radio. And no. It's <laughs>
2: unfortunately, I hate to say it, but no. Yeah. Radio's not cutting edge for music anymore. No. no I no. mean, it's the internet.
0: Yep. Yeah. Spotify.
1: You know, you get those daily daily playlists. You know, YouTube. discover weeklies. Yeah, and YouTube You start
2: well. searching on YouTube. I'll just hit YouTube. Like, I'll hit a song I wanted to hear, and then, you know, over in the margins over there, I'll hit another song, and I'll hit – and pretty soon you find yourself off in the wild blue yonder. You're down the rabbit <laughs> hole. And some of the stuff is fantastic. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you find stuff you never thought you would mm-hmm. ever discover. And yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's the great thing about music nowadays. It's right at your fingertips to discover
2: anything. Past Unfortunately, presence. musicians get screwed a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they see
0: well, especially like this year when they can't tour and they can't make the money right, on the yeah, live shows. Oh, well,
2: Kenosha, they reason. may not be able to do that either right now. By the way, I wanted to ask you a question. Yeah. Oh, yes. There was supposed to be a rally at City Hall. Musicians mm-hmm. were going to... Last like, Friday, yeah. Did it happen?
0: It did. There wasn't a big turnout, but it did happen. I saw so pictures. M- m-
2: typical musicians, <laughs> bitch and moan and then do nothing right. about Just it. Show up late. Well, <laughs> yeah. then they, they
0: do it on a Friday afternoon at like 2, two o'clock, o'clock. And I'm right. like, they asked me, I'm like, well, I got to work. I can't, you know, yeah, I can't make I it. Mean,
2: you no, know, let me just leave work to to go protest. Are they lean, are they leaning on the city? Are they trying to do something? Or I know a lot of these the, the older ones I know mm-hmm. real well. But Did I don't know you, a yeah, lot Amy of. Amy
1: Cruscinelli is really is um charging forward with this. She's now the operator of Fusion. So it really affects her business quite a bit. So
2: she gathered it's up you Jason, you work in the bar business.
0: Uh, yeah, not anymore, but yeah, I I've spent fifteen years in it.
2: Oh yeah. Did you? <laughs> I bartended
1: here and there at the dive bars, but nothing crazy. the i
2: the The idea that music is what causes problems oh, is absolutely crazy. ridiculous. Yeah, it,
1: it totally is. Yeah, we had uh, Sarah Lucci on the show. Um, her and her brother own Lucci's Grandview, the old Bob's. Oh yeah, over the, yeah, sure, the And she was talking about um, the the proposal for that music. And, I mean, all all the bar owners are against it. They're just coming after. They're coming after people while they're
2: down. They're trying to sneak something through, which is ridiculous. Well, why would you do it? Right. It's people who don't know the business. I said on the air, they should have asked me. I'd have told them. Yeah. More trouble happens after the music's over than than (laughs) while while the music's going. It keeps people occupied. They're talking. Mm -hmm. But once things get quiet... They get antsy. Yep. yeah, And yeah. when they get antsy, especially men, mm-hmm. men are the problem most of the time. With a few drinks in them. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, beer muscles. Yeah. Yeah, there's
1: some weird stuff in that proposal where they have to have a stage. They have to have their own
2: security there. What about dipping into the tip jar? Right. What well, the hell is that yeah, all about?
1: That, that, that's yeah. ludicrous. That's
2: crazy. Musicians don't make squat now. No. Yeah.
1: Because now I was talking to Angie, the owner of Union Park Tavern, and she was saying, "My movie buddy." She was saying that well, you know, these bands might have to take a lower rate because now we have to pay security, we have to get a stage, so the How bands are they, the ones that suffer. What are,
2: are the bands knocking down? Two fifty for the band total, right? But if you're lucky, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so if you got another twenty, thirty dollars in the tip jar, it's another ten spot a piece, maybe. <laughs> right. It's it's just it's. Ludicrous. You can't go out as a five piece band. Oh, that's no, for sure. No, you can't no. make any money. You're you're going to see
1: duos and and solo artists now if this passes. I mean that's gonna that's oh, gonna. Be
2: I mean out. for most of them it's just a passion project
0: anyway. They're right. just doing it for to do what they love. They're not really making. Well, they work money their asses
2: anymore. off. They want to show off. Why yeah. not? Yeah. I want people to see my paintings. Yeah. So I post them all over the place.
0: Well, speaking okay. of your
1: paintings, where can our listeners find these paintings? On my right? Facebook
2: wall. Okay, go to Lenny Palmer Facebook my, page. My my apartment. I can't even move around in it anymore. So. <laughs> I'm just mm. recreating Kenosha from the 70s again, Oh, very nice. When the town had a, a little more common sense, it was a much wilder place, obviously. <laughs> now, I mean, things weren't being burned down,
0: Yeah.
2: but, I mean, it was loose. Mm. Now everything You'd see Belushi and Aykroyd here, you know. They used to come up here Ooh, all the time. Mm. T- walk, when you walk on 52nd Street back in the day, mm. you could take your drink out with you. <laughs> it was all right, as long as it was in a plastic cup. There yeah. safe then, you could right? walk from bar to bar to bar, and there were a bunch of them.
0: Well, yeah, now you go to 56th Street and you go and see them. You're like, well, that was probably a bar. That was probably a bar. Well, an empty lot. That was probably a bar. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, Chrysler helped, or AMC of at course. the time, helped help fuel those.
2: Yeah. 12,000 people working yeah. there. Yeah. Making really good money. <laughs> yeah. yeah I so did cool. help fuel it. Yeah, but there was, was a lot of people ones. working at the brass, a lot of people working at uh, Tri Clover. Yeah. You know, those, those places right there. aren't there anymore. Yeah. None of them.
1: Yep. Now it's just one big empty field waiting to
2: well, be. We're be... waiting for whatever. <laughs> yeah.
1: Waiting for the drive-in to
2: come back in that (laughs) area, right? right?
0: (laughs) So um, besides like probably Spanky's, what were some of your other hangouts in the 70s that you liked to hit around town?
2: Places that I hung around? Yeah, some
0: of your your haunts. Well, Do you have any favorites?
2: Not really. I I mean, I hung around Spanky's mostly because that's where I worked and that's where I got my money. I lived upstairs, and we had column speakers going all the way around, so believe me. But I was young. I didn't... I didn't give a crap then, okay? Yeah. But I would now. I'd probably go nuts. But, you know, I would, <laughs> I'd I'd bounce around. A couple of places of people I knew. But I went to Chicago, too. Yeah. There was a place called the Cats and Jammer Kids on 26th in Belden, or Lincoln in Belden, excuse me. I used to go down there to drink, and then they'd come up and drink at Spanky's. Mm-hmm, so stuff like that.
1: Yeah, nice. So I used to
2: live above a bar
1: when I was Which younger. Which bar? Uh, it was Doll's Tavern
2: right over there oh, on Roosevelt
1: yeah. Road. Oh, yeah. Those were the wildest times of my life, living above a bar. What,
2: now, what years was that?
1: Uh, let's see. How old am I now? Notice who's doing the interviewing now? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, around. I, I, had, I had to be about 23 to about
2: 26, probably. So, so. how many years ago was that?
1: About 17 years ago. God. So it was, uh, oh boy,
2: let me tell you. I went, I went in there and there was about a lot of young people in there and they were playing old older songs in the jukebox. Mm. Yeah, it was a good jukebox at that, yeah. in that bar. And it, well, you, know, you don't have jukeboxes anymore. You no. go into a bar and you know exactly <laughs> what, what kind of bar it was. All you have to do is look at the box.
0: Yep, yep, yep. I no, hate I, those new digital jukeboxes. Yeah, right. I hate yeah, them with a passion. Anybody
1: can play anything, which, which is fine, but then it's a dollar a song.
2: Well, know, it's not idea. so much the price, but you, there's no personality to right. it. Right. Exactly. If I went into a bar and I saw things like Roger Whitaker on the box or or, or Yanni, mm-hmm. I was leaving. <laughs> you know, you check to see what they had. Yeah.
0: Now uh, you can uh, walk into a bar and you'll hear Yanni and then Two Live Crew and yeah, then Slayer. Yeah. Because they can play anything you want yeah. on these things. That gives, like you said, no personality to the bar. You, you, even those CDs, you had hundred CDs in there, and that's defined what your bar was yeah, about. Well,
2: I'm talking forty-five, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> even I can go back to seventy-eights. Cool. You had like two dozen seventy-eights, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna give a plug to my friend Hill at Hill's Hot Rod Hideout. He still has one of the old school jukeboxes. Hill's
2: at, Hot Rod Hideout. Yeah, it's the old uh, Kazach's. Oh, the Turtle Club. Yes. Uh, right I see. over there on Washington yeah. uh, Park, there. Yeah. It's,
1: it's by a, the church,
2: yep. the St. Nicholas. Yeah. It's,
1: it's a great bar. He does a great job there. He keeps, really? He keeps it old school. He's got the old school jukebox. So he's got his collection, what he likes in there of, you know, he likes old school music, country, yeah. stuff like that. And he's got some, you know, a couple of newer, updated rock stuff. But it's, uh, you go does through. Does he have it. a crowd? Oh, yeah, he gets, he gets a nice crowd in there because uh, he has a, nice, a couple hot rods outside, stuff Old like dogs that. like yeah. myself. Oh, yeah,
2: you check it out, Lenny. It's, it's I, tell, tough, I used, it's used nice to lighten place. up with Lenny. I'd tell, like, we have some younger people in, and, of course, I got younger uh, techs with me, and I'd say, you know, this is the old party crowd. Mm-hmm. I said, these people a few years back, just a few years back, were, were stoned out of their brains yeah. and drunk, <laughs> drunk, drunk as skunks, you know. And uh, there's still a little bit of that left in them, thank God. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so when you see these older folks, you think, the, the younger people don't think that they know what they're, what's going on. It's like, we well, know, you know, Yeah, they, you know, they, they all know what's going on. San Francisco.
2: Yes. What
0: brought you out there? Was that the weightlifting that brought you there?
2: Uh, not really. I'm not no. going to get into it. I okay. just put it this way. I left town under a cloud. Oh. Okay. Okay. The dark cloud appeared on the horizon and I left under it. And when I got out there, I had friends. There was a lot of Kenosha people out there. Oh, really? Yeah. This is uh, 76, okay. and uh, I stayed with a couple of friends from Kenosha. First night I was there, I went to a party. There was a bunch of Kenosha people sitting there. <laughs> oh, that must,
1: that must have been nice. Like, uh, hey, I'm kind of home. It Sam Geralmo,
2: Sammy G, was sitting across from me. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew who he was or not. Mm-mm. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sammy G Circus, it was called. It's not there anymore. Of course, Knockdown as well. Yeah, uh, yeah and... uh ended up getting a job right away because you have to work. Oh, yeah. What
0: were you doing out there? Bartending. Yeah.
2: Ginsburg's Dublin Pub. Oh. Big joint.
0: (laughs) Make those big tips there? Oh, I
2: made some. Well, for those days, yeah. I could walk away with a couple hundred bucks in tips (laughs) in the 70s. A lot of actors were in there. I mean, because my boss. I worked for three Jewish guys, Nick, Vic, and Lenny. (laughs) <laughs> By the way, anybody is Lenny, he's Jewish, Italian, or black. That's it. That. <laughs> There's no other ethnicities that it. So and I'm Italian, so figure that out. Anyway, um, Nick was head of the Actors Union in San Francisco. So when they were shooting movies there or whatever, th- th- we'd always get actors in there all the time. Andy Robinson, who played the. Uh, Zodiac Killer and Dirty Harry, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he was one of my regulars. Oh, wow. Yeah, he kept saying, I played that part too well, I can't get another part. (laughs) He was bitching it. But he ended up getting some TV work and things like that. Clint Eastwood came in one day. I wasn't there for that one. Uh, William Conrad, the big, you know, cannon. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have a a gland problem. (laughs) He ate two one-pound hamburger meals like there was nothing (laughs) there. (laughs) Uh, All sorts of people like that came in. Yeah. also a lot of actors and it was a lot of big bar could get really rowdy Ooh. so they had me a guy from uh new york italian new york italian guy bobby mamone
1: bobby <laughs> mamone
2: yeah and uh my friend dave who's i still email all the time back and forth from boston a couple guys from boston from mass they were all city people mm. and our waitresses uh new york girl and a detroit girl oh. all, So there's a melting pot there, huh? Oh, yeah. All over. Nice town. Yeah. A little bit off the rails right now, but... Do you ever go back and visit, though? No, I haven't been back there in 40 years. Oh. But I keep in contact with everybody. there you go. So these people are listening to the radio show. Oh, nice. (laughs) San Francisco, L.A., uh, Palm Springs, all up and down that, like where I was running around there. There's people listening all over, so... (laughs) Wow. Hey, that's the the internet, man. Right.
1: Yeah, Yeah, because you're broadcasted worldwide on... No, not worldwide
2: anymore. Just not worldwide anymore. They cut the worldwide broadcasting. Oh. It's just around the nation now. Oh, okay. okay. So but
1: you people can listen on, actually on uh AM 1050
2: WLIP and at wlip.com iHeartRadio.
0: Yeah, that's what I have the iHeartRadio uh-huh. app on my phone.
2: I know there's other apps right. too. I was we were doing video and Facebook video and, they, and those bastards pulled me off. Oh really? I oh, was I, what I, I, I was in Facebook jail three times and, <laughs> and it was it was bullshit because you know I've I've made a lot of very strong political opinions so people were complaining. I I posted a detail of the Sistine Chapel. You know, there's a lot of little naked cherubs there. Oh yeah, yeah. And I got pulled for nudity. Oh, oh of course. Somebody complained. So they pulled me off of uh, their video and off of Facebook for, I can't remember, I I was off Facebook for like seven days, but I'm off a video for 60 Wow! because I put Zeke Heil on my wall, but not as like, let's, I was making a comment about some stupid law, some stupid politician was doing and they pulled me off for fascist things. Oh, of course. I said, I'm not going to mess with them anymore. <laughs> so we went to my son, who's young, said, "Let's Dad go to Twitch." Ah. So we went to Twitch, which is a pretty good format. Mm-hmm. a lot of young people there. yeah it's a lot of gamers. What a I lot of understand. gamers on there, yeah. but who cares if it was a format Yeah, yeah. But what happened was the music I played. Copyright. Oh, uh, yep. yeah, yeah. We can play that. We play. We pay the ASCAP and BMI and the rest of the people for the stuff on the air. Yeah. But not that goes through Twitch or other places that go out into the universe, so to speak. Mm. So they gave me a choice. You can stop the music and stay on video or stop the. I said, I'm not stopping the music. No. That's the anchor part of my show, right. for Christ's sake.
0: Yeah, it takes up some time where you don't
2: have to talk. Oh, yeah, they're definitely. <laughs> not, nothing like burning up time. No, seriously, music sets a tone.
0: Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. It's I agree. just
2: a. A lot of t- a lot of times it's not there. It's there for a reason. Yeah. So, mm. so I got six pages of music sitting up there. Oh, I can wow. change. It. They got a big music vault there because they got the FM stations. Right.
0: Well, I used to love when AM when uh, 1050 played music on the weekends. So I, they had great music. You mean choices, Terry Havel? No, I mean they just kind of had like a general like seemed like a random thing they had going. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was overnight. They had it's
2: usually had filling night up hearing. space. Yeah, but it was is it great. Dancing
1: with the Stars? <laughs> That's
2: a great show, oh, right? <laughs> yeah, Dr. Fauci. So yeah, but but music is a big part. So I dropped the video. I said but, I don't want the video.
1: Yeah, I was wondering what happened to your Facebook video because no. you
2: were doing that for. I mean, for a while. They, sixty days to drop me. I mean, there is no room. This is the problem with Facebook and social media. There's no room for satire. Nope. There's no room for nuance whatsoever. If you say something, it's literal. Yeah. Yep. So if you say Zieg Heil, they think you mean Zieg Heil. Yeah.
0: Yep. I got a three-day ban for saying effing white people. Really? <laughs> <That's laughs> yes.
2: Yeah.
0: I didn't say effing, but, you know, I, that's what I said about I say it all the time. Yeah, yeah, I said that on Facebook and someone reported it, and, yeah, I got a three-day ban for oh, I that. Got,
2: I got pulled for the nudity. <laughs> I got pulled for the Nazi thing. What else did I get pulled for? <laughs> but it was, it was was it was one, it was one person. I'm positive. One, yeah. someone says, "No, it's just a robot." I goes, "Bullshit! It's not a robot." No, somebody's singling you out. Yeah, that. I mean,
1: that's, it's that's not a robot. Down Somebody down
2: doesn't to. like what you say, and they want to get rid. of yep. There are fascists all over. Yep. Yeah. They happen to be on both sides of the political spectrums these days.
0: Well, the extremists on both sides are. Just oh the my worst.
2: God! It's terrible. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it's terrible, and be- believe me, believe me, it's social media has got a lot to do with it. Do me wrong. I love it. It's a yeah. great avenue. It's a wonderful and... avenue, but it shows you the downside of free speech, real free speech. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, it it really does. Have,
2: have you seen The Social Dilemma on Netflix yet?
0: No. Excellent documentary about the social media. It's, it's on Netflix right now.
2: It's, Do you think there'd be a pandemic if there wasn't social media? <laughs> Come on.
0: <laughs> be honest. Um, well, I mean, there'd be something. There'd be a virus there. No,
2: I'm talking about a pandemic. Well... Because there was a huge virus going on in '68 and '69, '70. They held Woodstock. I yeah. can remember them talking about it. It killed. They estimate it killed hundred thousand to two hundred thousand Americans. Nobody got all wound up about it. Yeah. It killed a million to four million people around the world. About the same pace this thing is going, but nobody went nuts because there was no hyperventilating on the. Com- who had a computer? Nobody. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. You didn't know about it. No NASA. Yeah. Huh. That's who had computers or the military.
1: Yeah, everybody's just quick to jump and say, oh, Oh, I'm scared, oh, I'm this, I'm that. I love it. Like you said, I love social media, but I hate it at the same time.
0: But then we live in this culture of the lawsuit culture where these businesses are worried that if they stay open, someone catches something, they're going to get sued for it, you know, that kind of thing. How can you prove that? Yeah, well, I don't know. But most
1: most corporate lawyers say pay them. Yeah, yeah. Well, just like uh, recently on social media, I'll just name drop here. Um, a, a downtown business did a Trump commercial, and then they got blasted like you wouldn't believe—death threats, everything. Well, she's just saying her political views, right or wrong, no matter what. But right off the bat, oh, she's 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 getting she's getting killed on social media for doing yeah, you
2: gotta it. You got to be well, real careful. You know,
1: business times. 101, Don't put your political views. Well, say, I don't out give there. a shit.
2: Right. Yeah. First of all, I'm 73 years old. That's, that's I don't right. give a shit territory. And, <laughs> and, and second of all, I could care less. I've been called every name in the book. I've been threatened. I don't care. <laughs> I, re- I, honest to God, I really don't anymore. I know. I love reading your Facebook comments when people just try to get on your nerves.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's just, I get my popcorn. Oh, it's I'm like, it's like, car- I
2: call it, we used to go to the Pike River because it was a huge carp in there, right? And you throw dough balls out there and the carp would come up. You know that you you could count on it, and I said that a lot of times baiting people on Facebook is like throwing dough balls to carp. They'll, <laughs> they'll they'll come to it. Yeah, they'll mm-hmm. just come yep. to it, and you can always count on a few of them always to be there. Mm-hmm. Always to be there. I told I told a well known lo- local comic I said that uh, who's not living around here anymore, whom I knew or know, he said on my Facebook well, just before I came here. I said, this isn't news anymore. It's hysteria. And he goes, you live in the state with the worst COVID rates and you call it hysteria? And I said, in your case, i would call it a hysterectomy. (laughs) You know? Mm. It just... but you can't. It's part of culture now. You're not going right. to get rid of it. Right. No. Nope.
1: Yeah. It's only going to get worse.
2: Well, or better. Does
1: anything? It'll, does get, anything it'll get. It'll get, get worse
2: better? if the government steps in and starts saying you can't do this and you can't do that. It's gonna yeah. Once they start controlling content seriously, right. and this is what scares me about this disease. I call it medical fascism. They could use this as an excuse to start, you know, tightening the clamps down. I really worry about that. I seriously do. And I'm not a conspiracy guy, but yeah. I've seen too many assholes in government that would. More than willing to be able to do that. Well,
0: just when you think something can't get any crazier, it shit gets well, yeah. crazier.
2: <laughs> do you think so? Yeah. yeah. Look at the pandemic. Everything's closed up. Well, let's burn the town down while right. we're at it. Yeah. 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 Well, wait a minute. Do we need this now?
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Every place is boarded up. Right. I just came in through boarded up doors. Yeah. yeah. They're not taking the boards down. No.
1: Some downtown businesses did uh, earlier this week. but They better they, save their
2: particle board. I, 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 yeah, that's what I've told
0: them all. Save your wood yeah, for when that ruling comes through. I wish I
2: would have had the contract on that that week. Yeah, I
1: know. I, 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 I was telling Jason, I wish I was in the plywood business that yeah. week. Oh, man. I wouldn't be doing this podcast then. Mm.
2: Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then you go down like Southport Plaza down here or farther down. Uh, Where Hobby Lobby and is all that closed? They're all boarded up yet everything's boarded up. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 sad, but it is what it is.
0: Well, they're waiting for the other shoe to drop, you know. Yeah.
2: We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's time. I don't tell. care
2: what whatever the decision is. Somebody's going well, yeah, yeah, to exactly. no, no, yeah. be angry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, not Somebody's going to be angry. Who do you want to be angry? The people who burn things down or the people who bring guns? <laughs> right. I mean, it's a lo- it's going to be a lose lose situation. No yeah, there's no winners which. here. Mm-hmm. But, not uh, at all. Not good for the town. No. Yeah. Hey, we're in the news. Yeah, but what- I good. don't want to be in the news. Like serial killer stalks Kenosha. We're in the news. I'm <laughs> not the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to be in the news like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, then, uh, when did you decide to come back to Kenosha?
2: I didn't decide. Oh. My wife did. Oh. When did you get married in San Francisco? No, I got married here. I came back here. I had a house to sell. Oh. I had my loser friends living in the house, my loser hippie friends, <laughs> and a bunch of bums, and they were wrecking the joint. So I sold the place, and I went over to Spanky's, and there was my future wife was tending brother and went, Oh, my God, you know, beautiful statuesque, blonde. Next thing you know, we were married, and it didn't take long. <laughs> I took her out with me, but she was very young and got very homesick. Yeah, okay. And she wanted to go back, and when Mama's happy,
3: yeah, everybody's
2: yep. happy. We had a little baby out there. So we came back with our son. Okay. And uh, I told him when we came, I said, I'll tell you what, we're co- we, we'll come back. When I come back, we're starting a newspaper. Yeah. I knew nothing about the newspaper business. I said, I, first of all, I want to get paid for writing because I've yeah. written. I had a couple novel deals fall to pieces out there in California. And I said, I want to get paid for writing, and, but we're going to start a newspaper. Little did I know what I was getting into. <laughs> so we started the bulletin.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And what year was that? Did you kicked that out.
2: 81 all right. no, uh, no, November of 81 and uh, sold it in 86 to Howard Brown personally.
0: Okay.
2: And uh, man, it was a bitch.
0: What was your uh, main goals when you first started the midweek Bolton?
2: Pay my bills, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, not ring up all the bills I had. Okay. Believe me, I had a lot of them. I, I was, I jumped into something I knew nothing about. And that's where I found out that media is tough. Yeah. It has the toughest people in it, the most heartless, cruelest bastards you want to run into, <laughs> who will sell you for a dime or to advance themselves, <laughs> no if or buts about it. And uh, <laughs> you can't get by on a smile. Nope. Okay. Nope. Nope. So we ran that for five years. Oh, can you describe uh, the midweek bulletin to some of the,
1: the listeners who aren't familiar? Well, I with started it?
2: out as a subscription newspaper. Okay, but I put my, my distribution manager was Peter Barca. Hey, you know? so he's a friend of the show. Yeah, <laughs> you know Pete was my employee uh, and a good one. But uh, we started a subscription, but it costs more to sell it than it did to give it away. Oh. <laughs> so I decided to come up with a companion publication called the Midweek Shopper. And we, we printed 20,000 copies of those versus like 2,000 of the bulletin. Well, what do you think the advertisers wanted to advertise? Right. The big one, yeah. So I combined the two and called it the Bulletin Midweek Shopper. And then, blah, blah, blah. And it's trimmed down. It said the Midweek Bulletin.
0: Oh, okay. That's and it. that's
2: how it ended up with that name. All right. And we ran it for five years. And then I sold it to Howard Brown. And I worked for him for about three more years. I couldn't work in that corporate environment.
0: Yeah. I was telling Donnie about Sound Off.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> was that part of your
2: creation? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I am. I, I'm not going to tell you how that came about. <laughs> but I had been watching. I had been watching a paper in Ohio, uh, rural Ohio, but somewhere out, outside of Columbus, and they had a column called "Your Views" or whatever it was, where people would call in, and they'd print the the calls. Yeah. And, it's pretty much
0: like an answering machine you had. People just called and yeah, left a message. I didn't
2: have it. It was in somebody's basement. I'm not going to say who somebody it is because he's not one of my favorite people. Okay. But um, Lou Rigani. I'm not saying no. who it was. <laughs> so that thing took off, and the decision was to run it as was. In other words, don't clean up the English. Don't oh, wow. do any. You know, we had to blurt out. You know, block out the obscenities, and there were a lot of them. <laughs> As they, these are Americans. This is how we talk. Yeah, uh, we're not snotty Europeans, <laughs> are we? So uh, that thing took off. It really did. Yeah,
0: it was very popular at the time. It was
2: incredibly popular.
0: Well, I was telling Donnie, it's because this is before his time that it was like a, like a social media comment section almost. You know, you just couldn't. That's further,
2: what it was. It yeah. was social media before social media.
0: Yeah, was. yeah. And you yeah. just had pages and pages of that. It got but to be.
2: My revenues grew too fast for me to catch up to oh. almost sunk the paper oh. uh, they just went they doubled and then doubled and then doubled again and you know you're you're waiting to catch up to your payments your receivables but your payables are due now oh, and it, okay. it, it became real dicey for me for a while there but then we started getting some blind buyers they came out of I don't I had an agent uh, people were like you know, approaching us. One of them was Lee Enterprises, which now owns the Kenosha News. They bid on it. Paper in Colorado bid on it. And then Howard Brown. Howard Brown not bid on it. And uh, his offer was the best offer. Somebody said, why would you sell to him? I go, money. Yeah. What the hell do you think I'm doing here? Right. (laughs) Okay, I'm not Mother Teresa, for Christ's sake. So then I worked for him for a while, and I, I just couldn't work in that environment. It's nothing against them or whatever. There's some nice people there, but... It wasn't my cup of tea. This place is different, WLIP. Yeah. W-I- WIP is a completely different culture. It's, it's, it's it, first of all, radio is like, I've always said this you go to a media get, gathering, the newspaper people are walking around in their trench coats looking important because they still think they're the top <laughs> of dogs. the dogs. The, the television people are looking in the mirror to think, am oh, I <laughs> as beautiful as I think I am? And the radio people buy the kegger. There
1: you
3: <laughs> go.
2: And that's yep. exactly yep. how it yep. works. Yep. Yep, that's exactly how it works. Because they're, it's a much wackier environment than than print.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So I was in TV for three and a half years oh. too. Oh, WHK-TV in 55. They're still out there. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had studios uh, on 39th Avenue. It's not. Everybody goes, you're on Access. It goes, no, it's not Access. It's television. It's not an Access show. It was, was it pretty the Lenny popular. Palmer's,
1: Lenny polymer yep. show? Yep, oh. had
2: ten lines. Oh, wow. I was on uh, the air during the uh, Oklahoma City bombings, during the slow speed uh, uh, chase, OJ chase. Oh, okay. Uh, I was on the air when uh, Dahmer got killed in prison. Oh. All those things, man, where the phone lines lighting up then. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Had a nice studio, but then a Christian corporation bought it, and guess who was the first one out there? <laughs> no, no I don't don't wonder. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: So the bulletin was, you sold in 86. Yes. How much, it didn't last much longer than five or so years after that, did it? They buried it. Yeah. I mean, they
2: had a real gem, but I'm not going to get involved in that because I, you know, Steven Spielberg did it better than me when he did Jurassic Park. You know, talking about (laughs) dinosaurs. (laughs) I was telling those guys back then. You're going to have to go to computers and you're going to do all your layout in the computer. It's going to be all plain paper. There's going to be no cutting and pasting. If any of you know the newspaper business yep, as it yep. was, there's going to be no key lining, nothing like that. It's all going to be done. You're going to go straight to plate. And they were, thought it was nuts. <laughs> but I was a young guy then. Yeah. Yeah, little did they And I'm know, talking right? to a room full of guys in their 60s and 70s who've been in the newspaper business for 50 years.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You weren't going to change your minds.
0: Yeah. yeah. Now some people are trying to get – the older crowd get in the digital age and they're right. kicking and screaming, it's just the you
2: know. Same cycle almost over and over. <laughs> yeah. I'm lucky my kid I was an older dad, so I was almost fifty when my last kid was wow. born. So it's I managed to stay up on things at least a little bit. And my kids are my kids are pretty cutting edge people. Yeah. Isn't one of your
1: one of your kids lives in Canada?
2: Yeah. My oldest son lives up Canada. Uh, uh, Edmonton, Alberta. Wow. He's a pediatric dentist. His wife is an ophthalmologist. Oh. Mother, my younger daughter lives in Colorado right outside of uh, Boulder. She's an optometrist. Her husband's a doctor. Wow.
1: So you got some nice places to go visit.
2: Uh, well, well, how, mean, how are you going to get into Canada? Those yeah, pricks well. won't let us in anywhere. <laughs> they, by the way, are the most stuck-up sons of bitches you ever want to meet in your life. <laughs> I almost slugged a guy when I went into wow. for my son's wedding. <laughs> Snots.
1: See, yeah. I, when I went to I went to Toronto about five six years ago, and, and I had a great time. Everybody was so nice to me. But that's Toronto, big city. Toronto's
2: Americanized,
1: right? Exactly. And uh, I, had, I was, yeah, you
2: were up, up there. Up, up, yeah. I was in the Canadian <laughs> Rockies. The I was in the Canadian yeah. Yeah. Rockies. I can't stand. This is about as high as I want to be. Having mm. grown up here, are you kidding me? Mm. Right. There's no hills. <laughs> so you did print. You did TV. Yeah. Now radio. Then you got into radio. How'd you yeah. get into the radio? You weren't... I'm sitting around there with you-know-what in my hand. I'm married. I had an ad agency. I called it Pike River Graphics. Oh, yeah. I had some clients. So I was paying the bills. And then uh, WLIP approached me because I, my column in the in the bulletin was really well read. Mm-hmm. I was very opinionated and whatever. No. Excuse me. <laughs> the old Miller Lite here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Love that stuff. So. <laughs> ding, ding. They approached me, and they hired me one day a week. Tuesday for two hours, and that wow. was it. And I started with that gig, and I was immediately offensive. Because WLIP was about as dodgy as you could get. So. After a couple of weeks, there were people calling and complaining. Get him off the air. We don't like him. And the sales staff was, which is the sales staff. By the way, anywhere, the sales staff is always going to be the most conservative element you yeah. got. They, yeah. they don't like anything that's changed. Uh So there was a meeting in the conference from the old building, which we moved out of now. And uh, they were about ready to cashier me. And guess who stands up for me? Irene, Irene Burry Nelson. Oh, yeah. Oh. And she says, hey, I wouldn't be too quick to judge this young man. He's bringing something here, you know, give him a chance. And she ruled the roost there.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: You know, and she basically saved my bacon and it went from there. Wow. Slowly and, but surely. And then I went to WKRS in Illinois for okay. seven years. Were you doing both at the same time? Or, yeah. Okay. I was doing two radio shows a day and then tending bar full time at night. <laughs> oh, Lenny, you try child support on four kids oh, once well, a time. There you go. Yeah, And right. I was 60. Wow. And I quit doing that. Wow. At the time, didn't WIP
0: did a lot of syndication shows even during the week, if I remember correctly? I don't, I don't know. know a yeah.
2: damn thing about their programming. I know <laughs> wait till noon. There you go. That, that's all that's that matters. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> that's even a joke around there. What's on the weekend? I I don't know. I, I don't know what the hell's on the weekend. The I'm doing my job. They play I'm day. doing my job. Yeah. All right.
1: That's all that matters.
2: But you started on afternoons, right? No, I started mornings. Um, I was supposed to work with Bill Lawrence. Uh, I did a dry run with him one day. I came in the next day. This is hilarious. <laughs> and they said, uh, a couple things. Bill isn't here anymore. You're going to have to work with Paul Kern. Well, I knew Paul from before. I said, I can work with Paul. Radio, you know, it's, it's like musical chairs. Right. People get canned all the time. And, uh, oh, by the way, the phones don't work.
1: <laughs> there you go. You got to talk Yeah, a talk time.
2: show with no phones. <laughs> so it was a two-hour show just shooting the shit, basically, is what it was. Yeah, hmm. But it, you know, in the long run, it all worked out. There's been ups and downs. I got threatened to be fired a bunch of times. but
0: <laughs> Sometimes on the air, what
2: I hear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, but yeah. you pull the ratings in, Lenny. It's ratings and revenue. That's right. it. Yeah. That's the three R's about. radio equals ratings and revenue. Mm-hmm. Or podcasts. There but you But there's go. not an R in there. So. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah just... Is this your first podcast? No, I've done other podcasts, oh, not like
1: a, this though. But there you go. This is. The, I mean, we're
2: always the, on podcasts with what I do interviews. There you go. There's oh, no video right. or anything with them whatsoever.
1: Yeah. All right, Lenny. So, quick question about the What was? I don't your, like that when people do this. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm talking with my arm. Reminds me of Dalyan. Ronald Reagan.
2: <laughs> go ahead.
1: So, what is the most hottest topic you've talked about on the show? The smoking ban. Wow. Because that was. I remember when that happened. That was. Huge. I mean, you, probably two years you were going on that.
2: Yeah, and then everybody voted against it. They got it anyway. Right. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was insane.
2: Uh, the casino was huge. Oh, yeah, that
1: as well. You still yeah. talk about that once in a while. It pops up. Scott Walker.
0: It just seems like the issues get huger, though, almost. It's true.
2: <laughs> oh, I, no, I mean, basically I've been saying that this. this is the biggest thing I've ever talked about in media. Mm-hmm. Oh, for 40 sure. 40 years in media. I mean, come on. I mean, you're going back to Iran-Contra, the 1981-82 recession, which was really bad. Uh, you know, Clinton's impeachment, Trump's impeachment, nine eleven, the invasion of Iraq, the invasion of Afghanistan. Were you on the air? Oh, this is the biggest topic I've ever talked about.
1: Yeah. Were you on the air for nine eleven? Did you have? Yeah. To, so you you broke the news to everybody.
2: Well, we went straight to it at that time. We had CNN news feed. Mm-hmm. We have CBS news now, which is absolute shit. <laughs> it is all it is is all it, all CBS is now is just a Democratic Party feed uh and i vote democrat but i don't like it yeah but uh we had a cnn <laughs> news feed at the time and we went straight to our news feed and we just ran their feed the whole day they covered it yeah when i got to wkrs though at the time we were handling what was the hell was his name mike uh galligan galligan is it Gallagher or gallagher 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 and he was in new york just a couple blocks away from the world trade center and he was syndicated on our station, and he called, and we took him on the air. Oh, we were wow. talk, talking to him, what happened, and he gave us a pretty good running account of, you know, yeah. what was going on there. And that was the day of 9-11. Wow. But after all is said and done, this pandemic story is the biggest story that I've ever covered. Yeah. Yeah, along with the riots well, well. I think the unrest. The pandemic's bigger than that.
0: But I think the unrest in Kenosha, we had a lot of I seen, You know, I've seen, you know,
2: seen riots my whole life. Yeah. The same shit every time the same blue ribbon com- uh, panels, the same you know uh, uh, people getting up there and singing Kumbaya and then the going back to the same things. Yeah. Uh, it reminds <laughs> me of a conversation I had back, what was it, 1968, <laughs> downtown Milwaukee? Yeah. Big Father Grappi. You guys don't know who that is even, do you? Big March Father Grappi marched there. He was an activist priest trying to integrate the South Side, all the Polish kids down Polish people. didn't work well. Uh, but I was talking to this girl about my age, so we're 21, and she goes, when the revolution happens, we're going to change things. I said, what are you going to change?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well, we're going to change things. He goes, can you give me a specific? Yeah, what are yeah. these things?
0: Yeah, do you have a list? <laughs>
2: no, there's no list. Yeah. And the, what bothers me about this the most is a lot of my old radical friends are now the biggest government suck-ups you want to see. <laughs> the ones that said, don't trust anyone over 30, don't trust the government, they're completely the opposite now. How does someone get that way? Well, what
0: brings you down that path, yeah? Life. They grow older, get cynical. Aches and, and pains. And yeah.
2: Don't like change.
0: Yeah, yeah. They get in their rut and they kind of
2: – I think I think people, older people don't like change. No, no.
1: All right, Lenny, let's talk about your, your writing and your artwork a little bit. Let's plug that for a little bit. So you said you were always into your Both art when those, you were yeah. young. and. Mm-hmm. And now you've really expanded on that. Now you're selling paintings. You have a few books out there. I have that Facebook
2: forum. Yes. I sold a boatload of paintings last year. This year, not many because it's not atmosphere. Obviously, it's not that good. But, you know, you got social media. And I I sold a lot of books up until about last year, and then they just petered out because I didn't put any effort into them again because I started painting. Hmm. <laughs> what, are th- what are the titles of some of your books you've published? My, my first one was called The Sherman Letter. They're all set locally. Okay. Uh, uh, fiction? Yeah, they're all fiction. Yeah, they're yeah. all mystery fiction. I love mystery I call them uh, Rust Belt Noir. Okay. That one's a standalone one. And then I wrote six after that. Started with a book called The Day Picasso Died. Then Tricky Dick Nixon and the Five Naked mm-hmm. Nuns. So I love that title. I heard <laughs> that's <laughs> Shirley's favorite. Oh, yeah, right. Then I had... Uh, what was it? One on Willie in the Hand Jive. Ooh. Then Giovanni's Bones. Wow. Then the 47th room, and this last one I just did. Uh, wasn't it just it, it was a couple of years ago. It was called Butcher Baker Eviscerator. Oh, which by the way, I got a review yeah. on Amazon. This guy says, Use this as a doorstop. <laughs> this is the worst thing I've ever read. And so I'm looking at this guy, he's a fake profile. Uh-huh. It's somebody who hates my guts, and there's a lot of them. Yeah. And I was laughing, so I posted it. He goes, if there, isn't any reason, if there is a reason to buy my book, this is it. <laughs> you know, it's, is it that bad? <laughs> so, but a lot of it, I got some really good reviews, not only from people around here, but from, from elsewhere too yes. you know and they, you wor- and they sold you know right are you working on any new ones or? i've got one called the green chair which i've been i put aside about a year ago mm-hmm. and uh it's still sitting there i'm waiting to start it up again i've got a protagonist who's white he's he's polish jewish and black and he might be italian too but he doesn't know it oh boy <laughs> drives a taxi cab and he's a painter figure that one out wow, yeah that sounds pretty <laughs> familiar yeah he's got a really hot girlfriend
0: Ooh. Something you have a life of creation where you seem like always Why trying not? to make something. Yeah, Why
2: not? I always encourage that's, everybody go ahead and do it. Why well, can't paint? Yes, you can. Yeah. Tell that to those people in those cave walls. They went out there and they did some of the greatest art ever. Yeah, They weren't artists. They were just expressing themselves.
0: That's what we need to do more of, express ourselves.
2: Yeah, around here, yeah, without throwing a uh, Molotov <laughs> well, yeah, out yeah. the <laughs> window.
0: Express oh, yourself boy. through creation. Yeah, that, that's the you way know. to do it. Whether it's writing or... Painting, or starting your own newspaper, or starting musician, your own podcast, a musician. making your own music. Yeah, there's many things. You play any music? No. No. That's no. the one thing you haven't gotten into yet.
2: No, I had a guitar. <laughs> I had a Sears silver tone guitar. I bought it five bucks and I messed around with it. And I said, I got too much else going on here. <laughs> music, practicing music is hard. Yes. Yeah, yeah, It's not easy. So I sold it to my friend, Chuck, who ended up becoming really good at it right. uh, on that old guitar. And I think he ended up playing professionally even. He's, he's dead now. But a great guy. Great guy. But, yeah, I mean, that's why I really appreciate musicians because – When they say he practiced till his fingers bled, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They don't just, I mean, you don't play like Eric Clapton without practicing. Oh, yeah.
1: Speaking of practicing, I think we should practice taking a break real quick here on T-Town Connects. We'll be right back.
0: Hey Donnie, did you know that the first thing someone sees when looking at you is your skin?
1: Yes I do Jason, and for all the best skincare, I go to Wink Beauty Boutique, located on the second floor at the Village Supper Club at 10909 Sheridan Road.
0: But you have great skin, why would you need to go to Wink Beauty Boutique?
1: Well, Jason, it's because I go to Wink Beauty Boutique that I have this wonderful, vibrant skin of mine.
0: Do you have excessive body hair that you'd like to have removed? Sarah and her staff at Wink Beauty Boutique specialize in all kinds of hair removal, from nose hairs to those naughty parts. Do you want to create a whole new you? Ask Sarah at Wink Beauty Boutique about their dermaplanting treatments.
1: Looking for an eyelash extension? They got you covered there as well.
0: Find them on Facebook and drop them a message to set up your path to fantastic skin health. Mention K-Town Connects and get a free eyebrow
2: wax. Ain't those cell phones great? <laughs> Do you know there's more power in these than the computers they use to send men to the moon? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It, it's, it's... it was like they took like a baseball and boom, good luck. <laughs> yeah. You know? Slingshot. And we got a radio. <laughs>
1: This episode is brought to you by Lulu Birds, a home furnishing and gift shop located in downtown Kenosha at 720 58th Street.
0: From carefully selected vintage items, to refurbished furniture, to locally produced crafts, Lulubirds has you covered on specialty gifts for yourself and your loved ones. They blend the old with the new to bring out your distinctive personality.
1: With holidays fast approaching, be sure to make Lulubirds an essential visit on your shopping trip.
0: They recently expanded and now have even more unique items. Stop in Wednesdays through Sundays to find that unique item you need in your life.
1: Be sure to like them on Facebook and keep an eye on what's new. That's Lulu Birds, 720, 58th Street in beautiful downtown Kenosha. We're back with K-Town Connects with Lenny Palmer.
0: Yes, and that was a great commercial there for Wink Beauty Boutique. They're located at 10909 Sheridan Road on the second floor of the Village Supper Club.
1: Yeah, give them a Facebook message to book your next appointment for your great skincare. Give them a call at 262-948-9339, or shoot them a text. Sarah likes a text, and tell her K-Town Connect sent you.
0: For sure.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a great place, Wink Beauty Boutique. All right.
0: We have Lenny Palmer here with us today, and it's time for our lightning round. We have 12 questions. This random is called questions.
2: the bushwhack. <laughs>
0: no, no. Nobody come on. told
2: me about this. this is,
0: no, wait till you get the trivia. Then you're going to freak yeah, out. Yeah, the trivia this is Yeah, trivia. Trivia is coming next. Right now, it's the lightning round. It's easy. What's my favorite color?
2: Yeah. <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> we try to get a little more Olive. interesting than that. Yeah, yeah, Go ahead. Okay, start you off easy here, Lenny.
2: Wait a minute. What, what's the rules? Big star of the spot. Big star or the spot? Yeah,
0: these are the random questions we're asking. Oh, spot. Spot, all right. Your favorite famous Kenosha, living or dead?
2: <laughs> Besides Outside <yourself>. of myself. <laughs> uh. <laughs> my favorite Kenosha, living or dead? Famous Kenosha, yeah. Oh, man, oh, man. Let me think about it. Can, do I, can I think? Because well, I mean, there's a lot of them. There are. There are. So this is not going to be lightning now. This is a very difficult <laughs> question. Okay, all right. You can ponder uh, for a moment. All right, my favorite famous Kenosha, Don Amici. Yeah, all right. Yeah, there, okay. we there we go. He invented the telephone. All right. If you could be a
0: member of any TV sitcom family, which would it be?
2: Who are the hottest broads. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. TV sitcoms. I mean, yeah. I, I don't watch TV sitcoms. Yeah. But I'd have to guess, like, Charlie's Angels. Oh, yeah. There you there go. There. All right. Good one. Your favorite Kenosha Park? My favorite Kenosha. Oh, it's got to be Washington Bowl. That's, beautiful. That's a yeah. great park. It really is. Beautiful, yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: your favorite Kenosha Museum? Civil War Museum. Ah, of course. Big
2: backer of that.
0: All
1: right. That's a great museum. It really is.
0: Who is your all-time favorite national leader?
2: Ooh. My all-time favorite national leader, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, okay. All right. Good, good. I'm very, you know, I'm going with the herd on that one. All right. What did
1: you think about that movie? Uh, Lincoln? Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was very
2: well done.
0: If someone's driving through Kenosha and can only make one stop for one hour, where should they
2: go? One stop for one hour? Yeah. My gosh, <laughs> one stop for one hour. I'd say Simmons Library. Hmm. Oh yeah, okay. I'm cool. not gonna save a bar. I thought, you, I, Too I, I many thought the you, bar owners are my friends. They're gonna say they would just stop in the middle of the street
1: and turn on Lenny Palmer on yeah, no, yeah. and listen
2: for an hour. They wanted to tear, torch the library. You remember that? Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, that would have been a sin. Yep. Yeah.
0: All right. Where is or was the best place in Kenosha you have seen a live band?
2: A live band? Yeah.
1: Remember that? Remember when there was oh yeah, we
2: were live bands. <laughs> yes, before city council got into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best place that I've seen live bands. You know, I got to tell you the truth, honest to God, the old Eagles Club upstairs, Mar Mar, Mar-, Mar- Marina Shores. Oh, wow. okay. They had dances there where there was a thousand kids up wow. there. Cool. Buddy Holly was there. Yeah. yeah. I didn't see Buddy Holly. My dad wouldn't let me go. <laughs> but a lot of really good bands were up there. Cool. Cool. All right. Great. That's a great venue. Awesome. I uh MC Dave Kirby. Elvis Kirby up there. Hey, one Dave couple Kirby. Chris. Yeah, it's good show. This was old former landlord of mine. Yeah, really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you ran off and joined the circus. Would you be the person with the head inside the lion's mouth or the person being shot out of the cannon?
2: Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs>
3: See, Who thinks these questions fun. up? This is supposed
2: to be fun. This is as dumb as Bill and Pete. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh, I'd be shot out of a can. Yeah, right. Get me the hell
0: out of there. All right. Here's a good one for you. What is a must-buy item when you visit
2: Tudor's Delcatessin? A must-buy item? A oh, wine. <laughs> You're a red or a white guy? Red. Ooh. Always, I drink red wine every day, and I have for decades. Didn't you drink that, Markers? Maker's Mark Maker's bourbon, Mark, yep.
0: Yeah. And last question. Oh. What is your favorite hideout
2: spot in Kenosha to have a beer? Hideout spot? Yeah. Oh. Think of Jeez. those sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of them. Jeez, pick one. Pick them. Yeah. I'm not going to pick right. one. Mariah's. There was a, a love Mariah's. Yeah, I love John. Love Mariah's. I love them all. Your reply would be if I tell you it wouldn't be my hideout spot anymore. Ah. That's the reply. (laughs) See, this is sandbagged. (laughs) He made the guy look stupid.
0: No, no. That's what Uh. he's here for. But now it's time for the trivia segment. Ooh. Where we pit the knowledge of Donnie against our guests. And I have none. Lenny, you're a smart guy, so it's it's kind of tricky to try to find something that you'd still know something about, but I might be able to give Donnie a little chance. So what are we talking about? We're talking
2: music. One uh, of your favorite bands ooh. is the Stones from what I know. I love am. the Stones. Okay. Okay. Well, the greatest rock and roll band of all time. The all Beatles right. are not a rock and roll band. They're a pop band.
1: Yeah, they're not rock and roll. They're, they're the first poi band, really.
0: Yeah,
2: they are. So this should be easy for you then. Yeah, they're I'm like the new kids you, on the block yeah, of the exactly. 60s. Yep. I'm
0: going to give you guys some Stones lyrics. These are from top 10 Singles. I'm not gonna go in deep cuts trying Stones. to trick you. Yeah. Ah. I'm gonna give you some lyrics. <laughs> all right,
1: all you right. have
3: this to give be, me the
0: song.
1: All right. This
0: will be so fun. if I say if I'm driving in my car and a man comes on the radio, you would say satisfaction. Yeah. All that's right. a good one. So, Donnie, we're going to start you
2: off. Oh, Graham. Good. A, okay. <laughs> you too. Why don't you just ask him all the questions and I'll correct him? <laughs> I've only won this one time
1: out of 10 episodes. Are you up, up on the stones pretty good? Not really. Well, I Donnie's you were a, a big music, music fan. Yeah, I, I, I am a music fan. I thought but you were a music guy. I am, but, you know, I'm on the spot right now.
0: Come on. You can all right, do this. We'll Go do ahead. right, let's do this. All right, Donnie. Spread out the oil, the gasoline. I walk smooth, ride in a mean, mean machine.
2: Holy cow.
0: Do you know or don't know? I don't know. It's Start Me Up. Damn it. Hit number two in 1981.
2: Yeah, I think that's our biggest hit of all time, is it? Or you said second biggest Number two. Hit?
0: Number two it hit. They have some number ones on here. All right, Lenny, here we go.
2: Oh, boy, here we go.
0: This is a number one track here. This is number one. This is one of the, it's a hit number one. They it's had on a the lot of them. one. Yeah, oh, yeah, that many, yeah. Remember all those nights we cried, all the dreams were held so close, seem to all go up in smoke. Ooh.
2: Do you know that one? I think I do. Say that again.
0: <laughs> Remember all those nights we cried. All the dreams were held so close, seemed to all go up in smoke.
2: That was my divorce. <laughs> Mine too. Jeez, uh, I don't know that one. Well, that's Angie. Mm. Angie I gave me a slow one. Number one, 1973.
0: Ooh. So zero zero. All right.
2: Okay.
0: We have five questions total. A couple for each zeros. Year. All right, Donnie. Going to get any of these? Okay. Yep. I live in an apartment on the 99th floor of my um. block. And I sit at home, looking out the window, imagining the world has stopped. Oh. Lenny is waving his hand. I think he knows, but Donnie, you gotta
2: honky tonk man. No, nope. Get off my cloud. Yep, yep. Yeah. But I don't, you don't get, get the one steal. for that. Nope, it's nope. not mine.
0: But here's yours, Lenny. Go ahead. You're the kind of person you meet at certain dismal, dull affairs. Center of a crowd, talking much too loud, running up and down the stairs.
2: Can I have his question for <laughs> I know. I wanted this answer. This one hit number
0: two in 1966.
2: 66. Yeah. Say that again.
0: You're the kind of person you meet at certain dismal, dull affairs. Center of a crowd, talking much too loud, running up and down the stairs.
2: My God, 66. I should know this one. I was voting by that time. Uh, gosh. As tears go by. 19th nervous breakdown. 19th nervous breakdown.
0: It's still 0-0. Zero, zero. Come on, guys. Well, wait, I got one. You got his. That didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Donnie. Now this, I'm throwing you a softball here, buddy.
2: Well, wait a minute. What is this?
0: I mean, I, got, well, I thought you'd be up to nothing already, so.
2: <laughs> Believe me, I like the song. <laughs> But Who listens to the Stones? Who listens to the lyrics? <laughs> Except for, you know, Sympathy for the Devil. Man,
1: I can't remember the last time I even listened to well, the Stones. That's Roman not on Stones.
0: here. Just oh. Damn. All
2: right. All right, go.
0: Donnie, it's the number one track. No more will my green sea go turn a deeper blue. I could not foresee this thing happening to you.
1: Oh, um, um, um. I know black, the. Uh, what's the name of that song? I know Into the black. I know Ooh, it. I know um, this um, one too. Um, <laughs> um
2: black. Uh, am I? am cl- close. You're close. Oh I'm shit. Fade to black. To <laughs> black. No. <laughs> Painted black. Painted, Painted black. black. Oh, that was, that's two of his I got. Yep. Yep. And, and, and I, I still I, have nothing. I kind of knew that one.
0: This one you're gonna get, Lenny. Oh yeah, really? Going. Yes.
2: <laughs> I'm getting his.
0: <laughs> you should have switched. I should have swapped them. Yeah. All right, Lenny. Here we go. Go ahead. All your sickness, I can suck it up. Throw it all at me, I can shrug it off. There's one thing, baby, I don't understand. You keep on telling me, I ain't your kind of man.
2: It's just weird you saying it. I, I try I, to say it offbeat, too. Yeah, it kind of mess you guys. <laughs> what year did that come out in? Uh, no,
0: 1978. 78? Yep. All your sickness, I can suck it up. Throw it all at <laughs> me, I can shrug it off. There's one thing, baby, I don't understand. You keep on telling me I ain't your kind of
2: man. And I'm going to get this one? Well, you've heard the song. I'm sure I have. I've heard all their songs. (laughs) Can I just have his instead? (laughs) I don't know that one. This one's Beast of Burden. Uh, I love that song. Well, you should know the words. Uh, Well, I do. (laughs) I've never been your Beast of Burden. It's so weird just hearing him say it. I I I know. He's not Mick Jagger. No. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. All right. We're going to bring
0: a case of wine. Hey, let's go mess and fool around. You know, like we used to.
1: Wait, are you talking to me or is it lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> um, can't always get what you
0: want. No. Oh. 1978. Miss you. Okay. Jeez, right. you guys. You guys
2: are... Uh, you suck. Wow. <laughs> well, I've gotten two just in the wrong places, you know? <laughs> Story of my... Damn life. Go ahead. I'm you, I'm All right, number four. Life.
0: Number four. Come on. Here we go, Lenny. Okay. I was drowned. I was washed up and left for dead. I fell on my feet and I saw they bled.
2: I know that. I was drowned. I know this one.
0: 1968. Yeah. I was drowned. I was washed up and left for dead. I fell down he to my feet. this one. I know this and one. And I saw they bled.
2: I was drowned. I was. Gosh, darn it. I was drowned. I was washed up and <laughs> left for dead. Oh <laughs> my gosh, for crying out loud. It's just when you're reading them, it's I a whole different down thing. Uh, feet and this I is 68?
0: It what is it from? I'm not sure. No. Beggar's Banquet. We I mean, probably, yeah, uh, 68. I was drowned. I was washed up and left for dead. <laughs> Sympathy <laughs> for the <laughs> Devil? No. Jumpin' Jack Flash. Jumpin'
2: Jack Flash. God
0: All right. So, zero, zero. These are the last ones. I got two more last ones here. Okay. All right. All right. Somebody get a point. Donnie. All right. Let's do this. Go ahead, baby. Go ahead. Go ahead and light up the town. And, baby, do anything your heart desires. Remember, I'll always be around.
2: I know that one, too. (laughs) Wrong
1: sequence. Mm, One more time. Give it to me one more time. But do it in a slow, sexy voice.
0: Go ahead, baby. Oh, my God. Go ahead. Go ahead and light up the town. And, baby, do anything Wait, your stop, heart stop. desires. Um, Remember, I'll always be around.
1: Bridges the Babylon.
2: You can't no. always get what you oh, want. Nope. Time is on my side. Oh. if oh, so I was wrong. Yeah.
1: And I like that song, oh, too. Oh, yeah, you're right. Time
2: is on my side. That's a good one. All right. It's
0: last one. Jeez. <laughs> you guys are both really disappointed in me. <laughs> Did you expect you anything <laughs> else?
2: should have just played clips of the song.
0: We can't. You're right. you know, the song publishing thing. Right. You know? All right.
2: Yeah, you're going to get in trouble the way I did.
0: <laughs> Is there nothing I can say, nothing I can do to change your mind? I'm so in love with you. You're too deep in. You can't get out. 1980, number three.
2: 1980? Yep. Um, gosh, they only had a couple hits in that decade.
0: This one hit number three.
2: It did. Yeah.
0: Is there nothing I can say? Waiting nothing I can do? Waiting on a lady.
2: Waiting on a friend.
0: No. Emotional no. rescue. Oh. Wow, uh, you guys. I had two. Well, yeah. I guess you have two of his. I guess I'll give you one. So, Lenny, you're the winner. Thank you,
1: Lenny. You win a bottle, bottle of water. Bottle of water. Lou Lou Perini's,
0: yeah. Blue Perini's yes. water. There you go.
2: <laughs> By the way, I said his gas pumps are closed for what? Like a month. Yeah. yeah I was just in there today. What a. What a. Jeez.
1: What a mess. Yeah. He, they just can't win. They no. can't win during boy, this, oh, this time in
2: 2020. <laughs> that was just like a mishap, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I
1: guess it was like 9.30 at night. She mistook her Said or
2: gas break. pedal yeah. or whatever just went into the place. I guess Something. she was an
0: elderly woman that kind of oh, really? hit the wrong pedal, yeah, from what I hear.
2: Uh, we elderly people, you got to watch out for
0: us. <laughs> Those pedals, they're too yeah. close together, you know?
2: Right. <laughs> I didn't know there was going to be something like this here. I wouldn't have come.
1: (laughs) That's why we couldn't tell you. (laughs) Well, Lenny, uh, thanks for joining us. That's going to be a wrap on uh, K-Town Connects. We'd like to uh, thank our sponsors on the way out. Luigi's Pizza Kitchen, located at 7531 39th Avenue. Order those pizza pies Tuesday through Sunday. And tell them K-Town Connects sent you.
0: We'd also like to thank Lulu Birds, Mm -hmm. located in downtown Kenosha. They just expanded. Yes, they did. It's a... It's like a mall. Yeah. Have you been there yet?
1: I have. I talked to Joy to get her the sponsorship. Okay,
0: great. And we also have to thank Lucci's Grandview. Yes, Lucci's Grandview. Great Grand drinks.
2: View. Great chili. Do you know why food? it's called
0: Grandview, Lenny?
2: We God, thought that we learned this. back. It was O'Connor's Grandview.
0: It's the name of the subdivision.
2: Oh. The or that su- part of that neighborhood. I didn't know that.
0: It was called the Grandview yeah, it was, neighborhood it me back look then. stupid even more. No. <laughs> I just learned that last week yeah. when we had Sarah <laughs> on the show. I thought it was very interesting. I know it was
2: O'Connor's Grandview, then Bob's Grandview. Yeah. Right
0: and, but there's no real view there, so I was wondering why. No, there's coming. no view. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> no. So that does it for K-Town Connect, so I thank Lenny for coming in. Thank you, Lenny. Thank we you A lot of fun. We want really. to thank Matt for videotaping us. He's putting it up on YouTube. Videotaping. How old am I? Wage
2: World, Wayne World, <laughs> party time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what are we doing here, Donnie?
1: Uh, we're connecting Kenosha.
0: We'll see you next time. Bye. I'm
1: from Kenosha, I say Kenosha, that
3: great big busy town. Right in the middle of the USA Between the New York Harbor and the San Francisco Bay I've got Kenosha
1: Lucci's Grandview Tavern is a place to go for your next night out. Located at 6929 39th Avenue. They are family owned and operated and are proud members of the Kenosha community.
0: Lucci's Grandview opens at noon on the weekdays and 11 a.m. on weekends. and offers up some delicious food to go along with your cold beer.
1: Try a bowl of their famous chili or chicken noodle soup. Sure to warm you up on a chilly autumn day.
0: Test your knowledge on Tuesday nights with trivia from 7 to 9. It's free to play. Or do you think you can sing? Get out on a Friday night and strut your stuff on karaoke night. That's Grand Grandview, located at the corner of 39th Avenue and 70th Street.
1: Okay, you ready?
0: Yeah,
2: I'm ready. Are you ready? you Three, two, one. I didn't know there was going to be something like this here. I wouldn't have come.